0: hello hello it's chandra and welcome back to sunshine on a dime the travel podcast bringing you resources tips and stories from my travel experiences to help make your travel dreams a reality All right. So today I am joined by Amber Cavey. She's an avid solo budget traveler who has traveled to over 20 countries. She's originally from Minnesota, but recently spent two years living and working abroad in Paris, France as a student and au pair. During this time, her passion for traveling on a budget took off and she began sharing her tips and tricks on Instagram and TikTok. In September, she moved back stateside in order to spend time with family and regroup before her next big adventure. All right. So thanks so much for coming on the show today. Of course. My pleasure. I'm so excited to be here. Yeah. I'm excited to sit down and talk a bit more about, I don't know, you know, after like coming back from a long trip or spending time living abroad, what it's like to come home. And, you know, we talk a lot on the podcast and a lot, you know, about, you know, within traveling communities about travel but we don't talk so much about the coming home part of the journey. So Mm -hmm. that's what I'm excited to talk about today. Yeah, me too. It's definitely a
1: weird thing that everybody goes through. And I feel like I'm so glad we're talking about it because I feel like sometimes people get a little ashamed of like, maybe the feeling that they get when they come home.
0: And I just, I think it's really important to talk about it. Great. So yeah, tell me a little bit more about your time spent abroad. So I graduated
1: from college in 2020 with a degree in music education, and I was really kind of unsure about what COVID was going to do. I'm sure we all were like in the same boat. And so I ended up taking a job right away. I kind of was feeling at the end of college, though, that urge to go out and travel. I had the opportunity in college to travel a lot within the continental U.S., um, but I'd never been out of the country other than like a family vacation to Mexico. Um, So I was feeling the urge that I wanted to travel. But because of COVID, I decided I'm just going to get a job. So worked for a year. And then after that year, I was like, it's now or never, basically, um, found a job uh, working as an au pair. And then I just moved abroad. And then I loved it so much that I stayed for another year with the same family. And uh, yeah, it was like the best experience of my life.
0: Dang, you might have to actually come back at some point and recap that all pair experience for us because yeah. that is something I'm <laughs> so interested in as well. Um, yeah. But yeah, you were out for a while and now you're back. And I mean, I'm assuming I'm back. the pace of life must be different now that you're home. Um, and also, while it is like home, how has that transition back been for you? It has been, it's been a hard transition. Um,
1: I think especially spending transformative years in a place that's not where you grew up, you can kind of come back feeling like a completely different person. And I didn't think that it was going to hit me as hard as it did this time coming back because I had traveled, I had like been back for like a month or weeks at a time, um, or weddings or for holidays. But this is the first time that it's been for an extended period of time in two years, And now that I'm 25, it's like, I've got the the prefrontal cortex is all formed. And I just, it's, it's just a harder transition. I think Um, on one hand, I feel like I'm totally comfortable in myself and like what I've learned abroad. Um, But then on the other hand, I feel like so much of how I identify and like what I prioritize and feel, I don't know, empowered by in my life was, being abroad and so it's like how do i reshift kind of not my priorities but like how i'm able to fulfill myself if that makes sense
0: yeah no i get that as well because for me as well like coming and having a lot of like regardless in your early 20s that's kind of a really transformative time post-college especially regardless whether you're out in the world or you're working or anything that you're doing and so having that Mm -hmm. time spent abroad and then coming home you know, I've spoken with um, some people and kind of this experience has also been with myself of going abroad and then having these comforts of home. Like, yes, it's awesome to be home, but it also can be kind of jarring coming back and feeling like, wait, I feel like I've changed so much and there's a lot that hasn't mm-hmm. changed while I've been back. And I'm wondering if that's something mm-hmm. that you've kind of felt now coming back after spending so much time abroad. I definitely have felt that. And I think it's easy to kind of ignore
1: the jarring differences if you're only home for like a week or you're only home for two weeks at a time because you're just kind of going through the motions. Um, but being back for now two and a half months or so, I've really started to see like the people in my life that are still here have their own schedules, have their own routines, and they're so different from what I have valued and prioritized over the last couple of years, which doesn't mean that they're like that, that it's bad, but it just means like I have at a core, like my core group of people that I see the most often are not people that prioritize the same things in life as me. And that's not a bad thing again, because they are prioritizing a career or family or whatever it is, but it's really hard to have to kind of justify what you are prioritizing in life to people that like will just never understand it, yeah, because they've never experienced it. And it's a very privileged stance to be able to take, like, oh, like I just want to prioritize travel, whatever. But it truly is like a little bit isolating when you're not fitting into the mold of having a stable career or having a
0: family, yeah. I mean. It is interesting because it, it's such a changing thing for you. And then the priorities, like you were saying, also are changing. And so kind of coming back into old relationships now, coming back home and like seeing the people that you knew before you left, um, how has that felt in terms of connecting, reconnecting, maybe lack of connection um, and talking about you know, your new priorities or like a new way that you're kind of trying to figure out your life.
1: Yeah, I'm lucky enough that I have like a a really great group of friends here that even though they're in a completely different stage of life than me, like they're really supportive. But I do find it hard to relate on a certain level because all of my friends from where I grew up are all either engaged or married. Um, I have a couple friends from college that are still single, but the majority of my friends stateside are just in a completely different stage of life and that can be hard to relate to on certain occasions only because they can connect with each other through the stage of life that they're in but me being just like completely on the other side of the spectrum is difficult at times and I really see it like when we're all hanging out as a group there
0: are just certain things that they can all relate on and I cannot. Like, is there some judgment? Is there some excitement? Are people like, you know, excited about what you're doing? Are they a little bit like, oh, you're not married with kids yet? Like, or you're not thinking about settling down? Like, how have these conversations gone Um, while you've been back? Oh, my goodness. So (laughs) there is definitely
1: very frequently in my life questions from my family members, I would say primarily um, about, when I'm going to stop pushing off adulthood, when I'm going to find a real job, when I'm going to like, prioritize settling down having a family they've been asking for grandkids, you know, things like that. And I think, finally, they're starting to see that at least the grandkids aren't coming anytime soon. Um, (laughs) It's going to be one of my siblings that gives the grandkids first, let me just say that. But there is a lot of judgment, especially my dad is the one that's pretty much the most like judgmental about it and he had a completely different experience in his 20s which totally colors how he sees success i think it's hard to explain your priorities in life to somebody that i don't know he has has never had the opportunity to have those same priorities or just doesn't want them which is fine
0: but he's he's pretty he's pretty judgmental of it in general Um, hmm. so then I'm thinking, like, was this idea of you being able to travel more consistently or spend a lot of time living abroad, was this always a goal or a dream you had? Or was it more of kind of a spontaneous post-college thing that you realized, wait, wow, this is really awesome. And I want to be able to do this more. I, I have really always had that wanderlust and just
1: as a kid, you know, okay, I feel like you have the London girls the Paris girls have the New York girls that have like all of the, the gear up in their room. And I was a Paris girl. So I had like Eiffel towers all over the place. And, you know, it was just it was always something that I aspired to. And then when I finally got to do it, it just like, unlocked an element of myself that I had never even known was possible. Like, I think traveling and realizing that that was my passion, like it unlocked that place that people that have a love for their career or have a love for their partner have. Like it's like this deep well that you feel fulfillment from in a way that you don't have any other place. And I feel that same type of way when I'm able to like share my experiences or when I see other people traveling, like I'm consuming like their content and their perspective because it's just so interesting to me.
0: Wow. So I mean, I just I love like hearing about passion, like when people are so passionate about what they do, and especially when it comes to travel, and just how much you loved living in Paris. I'm wondering, um, like, why did you come home? Why did I come home?
1: That's a great question. The main reason I came back was because I think I put off being able to stay in France like I just kind of I kept put I kept pushing it off right like oh I'll find a solution oh I'll find a solution and then it got to the point where I was like oh it's August I don't have any visas lined up I don't want to stay in au another year I don't want to go to grad school right away and I really kind of used all my money so I need to go back and make some money build up my savings again and now that I'm here I feel like I'm falling back into that fear a little bit that I had beforehand where I feel like I'm going to get stuck because the longer I'm here, it's finally started to think in like, this is my reality. This is my day today. Like I look forward to the weekend. Like I look forward to payday. I just go through the motions every week and I'm not finding things that like invigorate my soul. And that sounds Depressing, <laughs> but it really is, it's become very apparent in the last few weeks because it finally feels like, oh, I'm here for a while. Um, so, yeah, it was primarily money. Primarily money was the big thing. In all honesty, I was just putting it off until finances made the choice for me.
0: Yeah. I mean, I relate to you in a lot of ways what you're saying about kind of like the the feeling of being stuck or feeling like you're slipping back just because I feel like we're so much creatures of our environment mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. like what I found from my experience is coming back from a trip is like there's like this initial high when you've come back and like you feel like you know I'm I've been rebirthed in a way like here I am and mm-hmm. I'm coming home and for me, there's like this kind of slow slipping back into like, okay, wait, this is reality. Now I'm back. And, you know, like you said, sometimes there aren't Mm -hmm. things that are going to be quite so invigorating about being back home and going through the motions of a lot of the more quote unquote real life things. So I'm wondering how that like slipping back maybe has affected you and like where your mind is like your mindset is kind of at right now. Yeah, I, to be honest, it has been a struggle, like yeah. especially the
1: past like three weeks or so, three weeks to a month. I, even though I have a routine, I think it's the monotony of the routine that's kind of just wearing down on my, my willpower to stay focused on the long goal, right? Because, yeah. because I know that I have to stay X amount of months to reach x amount of savings or whatever it is or until I have the flexibility to be able to leave again it, it really just kind of feels like I'm a hamster on a treadmill just kind of or like what is it a rabbit on a treadmill like working towards the carrot or the dog on the treadmill running towards the bone because <laughs> yeah. um, it really does feel like every single week is the same I feel like I'm in the twilight zone a little bit and it has been very difficult and especially on the end of like when I was in Paris, especially over the past the second year that I was in Paris, I really, really focused on like posting on my social media, like really trying to build that up. Like I was really passionate about like sharing my experiences because I felt like, I don't know, I just I love I love consuming other people's experiences and learning from people. And I thought it was such a cool way to expose people to places that they might have never been Um mm-hmm or I've had that opportunity to go to and show them how like it's possible for them to do it too, as long as, you know, they prioritize the right thing and being here, I kind of feel like a fraud. Like I feel like I'm not qualified anymore to share any of my tips or things that I've learned because, well, she had to move back home. Like, Oh, well she had to go back and Hmm. whatever, like she couldn't make it quote unquote, as a full-time traveler. When in reality there are so many full-time travelers that use the term pretty loosely like everybody has to go home at some point and the travelers that I really look up to at this point have made it a career and they do you know side gigs or they're photographers or they're able to do remote like social media managing or they just they make it work yeah but I just I don't know what that looks like for me yet and so I kind of feel like a little fraud but trying to push through that little voice in the back of your head that tells you that you're not good enough and focus on the present focus on the goals and
0: what i don't know what i'm no i mean like a topic kind of that's been coming up on the podcast a lot which i've really been enjoying is like a lot of the connections that i've made are through social media and obviously people on social media like they show off the most exciting things and the most beautiful things and the most amazing things. And a lot of these conversations that I've had with people have been so wonderful to kind of bring kind of the human aspect behind the screen. Um, Mm -hmm. Like all the conversations, honestly, that I've had this semester have been like that. So it's honestly really nice to kind of get that other side of, especially within the content creation world and like the full-time travelers, like it's not even a little bit close to always what we see.
1: No, and it's not glamorous and it's not perfect. And it's hard because you're forging a path that really truly hasn't really been tread before.
0: Yeah,
1: And I think that's what is so scary about it. And what people don't understand is there are no steps to success because everybody's success, A, looks different for them and B, they accomplish it in very different ways. I really find it refreshing when people talk about kind of the not so picture perfect aspects of their life because it really it does bring a lot more humanity back into it
0: yes agreed um and so yeah what is the carrot at the end of the stick for you if you know i'm sure that's kind of an always changing vision but like what is it looking like right now it's a great question
1: ideally what i told everybody was I was coming back home for three months until Christmas to apply for grad school and work and save. And then I was coming back to France and I was going to give myself those three months to save and figure out what, how I could feasibly do that. Um, It is not looking like that is going to happen. Um, I, I don't want to go to grad school until I feel like I want to.
0: Yeah.
1: And I want to go to grad school in France because that's the easiest way to citizenship. That's my long-term goal. That's like the big carrot at the end, right? As of right now, I'm still just, I'm feeling that wanderlust. I'm feeling that travel bug. It's itching. like I need to get some cream for it or something. But <laughs> I would really, in my perfect world, if I could save um, and then take a year off and just go around that would be ideal I was trying to plan for Southeast Asia in the in the like winter springish, but I, I think it would just be better if I push it off one more year and really have the time to dedicate the spending over there and then I don't know maybe I'll pop over to New Zealand and do a working holiday visa or maybe I'll go teach English in South Korea or so fun <laughs> maybe I'll go live on a sailboat in Fiji we'll see it's, it's changing every day.
0: <laughs> That's amazing. I love I love your carrot. It's a it's a similar carrot to me <laughs> at some point. yeah yeah, yeah. Um, oh yeah. What's your carrot, what's my carrot? I mean like something <laughs> I also wanted to bring up with you I'm like I feel like for me my carrot is it's always it's always kind of what I'm doing, which has been really amazing. and I think that college is kind of like a really cool bubble for that. And I'm kind of curious mm-hmm. to see what it's like post-college, because right now I'm, I'm in the midst of doing so many exciting things all the time. And I'm always like planning what I'm doing next, but I'm also so excited for what I'm doing now. So right now I'm like full-time university, living in Boston, working on so many projects. And I'm about to head off um, for at least six months to South America in January. God, that's so exciting so that's like my next immediate carrot um, but yeah I found like you know I can say this now like being present with whatever I'm doing is awesome but even from college when I go home home to my childhood home it's awesome for like two weeks and then I just like sink back into like a weird monotony state mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. So it feels it almost feels like like
1: everything is dulled a little bit like your senses are dulled and that seems so like I cannot even explain this in the sense that (laughs) it feels like I have lost like a part of how I view the world in some sense like being here like everything just seems rare I guess
0: yeah I mean, that is something that I've really been noticing, especially now that my life is I've been jumping a lot, like around different countries, mm-hmm. around different cities, spending a couple months in all these different places. And like I was mentioning before about how we're so adaptable, like we don't even really realize how much of a sponge we are to our external, the people we surround ourselves with, everything, even the space that we're in. Mm-hmm. Um I don't know if we, and I still don't even know that I I definitely know that I don't understand how much that affects me until sometimes I have like this like kind of wake up moment where I'm like, whoa. <laughs> um, but no, I, did, I totally
1: relate to what you're saying. Like your environment really impacts you in ways that you might not even see until you're removed from that environment. And then it's like, oh, that's crazy. I didn't realize how much that person impacted me or having to like speak a different language every day impacted me.
0: Yeah. And so that's the nice thing about like quote unquote coming home, because you sometimes you don't feel how much you've changed until you come back. Um, has been an experience for me at least of like it's kind of this like gradual change and then you're like smack plopped back into something that you haven't like you've known forever, but you haven't known for a while. And then it really is like this mm-hmm. mirror of like, wow, okay, I'm different. Um Yeah. And then
1: and I think it's easier as well to like have an end date to when you're like home quote unquote yes because then you get to like absorb process and then you're moving on when you don't have an end date it's kind of like okay I've processed and now I've I'm just here just existing you know you know what's the word in a purgatory sense I feel like I'm in purgatory that's what it is yeah
0: um something that you mentioned earlier actually got me like thinking a bit because you mentioned you're coming home to like you know, see the people and attend the weddings and everything. And I just feel like that was like this reminder of home is defined in so many different ways. And for me, in my past, I always defined home as like, where did I grow up? This is home. And, Mm -hmm. you know, I've started to think about home more as like, where do I belong? Where do I feel safe? Where do I come back to? Um... And it's interesting talking about being home with you because like, yes, this is, you're sitting in your, I mean, I'm assuming it's your childhood home where you grew up um, and feeling like you said, kind of like dulled or numb. Um, And so I'm wondering, yeah, if there's any like difference in the way that you've kind of thought about what home feels like to you um, or what that means.
1: Home, it has always been a very Interesting um, term for me. I grew up a child of divorce, so I always was between two homes. So that was already something that from a young age I was. Home was not as simple of a definition as it was for other people. Um, And then when I went to college, I really felt like college was my home. And then when I moved to go work for a year in North Dakota, I was like, okay, that's my home and then when I moved to Paris I didn't feel that at first. I was because it's completely different to be thrown into a completely different culture, a completely different language, completely different societal expectations. And after I decided to stay a second year and I was on the flight back in August going into my second year, I finally had the feeling I was like, oh look I'm I'm flying home. And it was at that point, I was what, twenty four? That was like a very transformative moment, sitting on the plane, being like, I feel like I'm going home. And to feel like that was where I was making my life and intentionally choosing to invest in. And I think that's what home has ended up being for me. It's where I'm investing enough of my energy to create a community and learn and grow from. And it doesn't have to be a physical place. Of course, people always say, like, home is who you surround yourself with. And I I feel that to an extent. Um, I am a person. I'm not a homebody, but I love having a home base, if that makes sense. Like, I love being able to go back to something that is a routine. Um, But it has to be something that I have chosen to create. Does that make sense? Like, I didn't necessarily... I chose to come back home, but I didn't choose to grow up in the Twin Cities in Minnesota. Do you know what I mean? Like that was my parents choosing and going to school here and everything. So I think maybe that's, maybe that's why I'm I'm a little kind of lost right now because I don't have that intention behind my actions anymore, hmm. other than just trying to get out.
0: <laughs> yeah, but yeah. no, I felt that as well. Of uh the idea that like finding so many different pockets of home all around the world and then being like, wait, I'm from Portland, Oregon. How can I find home in Costa Rica? How can I find home in Mexico? How can I find home across the world where I don't have any connections really with anyone here? But then when you start to actually, like you said, put effort and fostering those connections, it becomes this feeling of like belonging and this feeling of home um, which is really trippy for me um, and I love it. It's so trippy (laughs) yeah it's like especially and that's why I love slow traveling as well is because
1: when you spend more time in a specific country or specific city even when you're giving back to the community even just by talking to locals or seeing like a different side of just like the quote-unquote tourist side You are investing in those interpersonal relationships, even if it's somebody that you're never going to see again. They are impacting you. You are impacting them. And that creates a fundamentally different fabric of how you experience a place or a country, leading to it feeling like an aspect of your home. Yeah.
0: Wow. No, I I really just love what you're saying about home is the effort you put into something home is that conscious effort and the feeling of being a little lost right now that you are kind of searching for where the next like place whether that be something physical or whether that be something more of a perspective shift of where you're going to put that energy into finding you know your next quote-unquote home Um, I love that I mean there is completely something to be said about the comforts of being home like physically in your your place that will always take you back if you are lucky enough to have a place like that. And so that's also probably something that, whereas it might be hard to feel a little lost right now, it's probably nice to just like have a place where you know you can come back to, that home base you said. Yeah, yeah. And you know, and I I
1: think if you talk to me in a year and I have achieved (laughs) my current goal of traveling for a while, I think that my perspective on home will be completely different yeah because perspective is all about your lens right so if my lens right now is oh well I'm just here just working whatever blah blah versus my lens is like I've been living in hostels for six months and I want to sleep in my own bed with a door that's just me I think it will be very different but I I don't think that I will feel very settled even uh (laughs) if I come back whenever I come back from a trip I'm always like okay it's nice for a week and then I'm itching to get back out there again, you know?
0: I know. I've been kind of like trying to balance that of like being content where I am and present where I am, but also like, you know, I can only be here for so long and then I get antsy and I got to go somewhere else and do something else and mm-hmm. keep, you know? So it's been interesting to balance the the presence with the goals and the moving and the not wanting to stay stagnant or monotonous, like you were saying. Um which luckily we're in our twenties and we can go and jump around and do our thing. And hopefully, yeah. maybe we'll settle later. Maybe we won't.
1: <laughs> so Exactly. And that's what makes it so wonderful. And I think now, especially in, the, in 2023, like it has never been easier to forge a new path and yeah. make your life exactly how you want it to be. I, I, I'm always so thankful for that and for the ability to, and for the ability to, to be able to come back and have a home base or to have parents that like if the unimaginable happened like they would be able to help me and then I think that that's a huge privilege that I, I never forget about um but it is just we have the world at our fingertips we do it's so
0: exciting it's
1: so exciting it's scary but it's it's exciting and it really is privileged to be able to see and explore and Doing it in a healthy body and yeah, you know,
0: doing it what we can. So, well, yeah, thank you for coming on the podcast today and just kind of like, like I said, like bringing some humanity into what life is like as a traveler, but also what it's like to come home and that it's not easy always. <laughs> and
1: yeah, no, thank you so much for having me and being so open to having this conversation. And it really is kind of scary because you don't want to seem vulnerable you know like vulnerability is so scary to put out into the world and I really appreciate you making the space for it
0: yeah well I appreciate you coming on so thank you (laughs) and for anyone out there listening please make sure that you follow us wherever you listen to podcasts and I'm gonna link any of Amber's socials and whatnots below so go check that out as well and yeah until next time